Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Pod. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. A little different show today. We're going to look at a privateer, but on the other side of things, as we talk to Ben LeMay about being a mechanic for Joey Savacci and more, thanks for listening. Thank you to FXR Racing. Pulpamex 30 is the code to save with FXR. Whether you see the uh, Club MX guys, Enzo and Phil, in the, uh, in the gear, Brock Tickle wearing the gear, I mean, Henry Miller, lot of privateers, a lot of teams using FXR racing stuff. The 2022 stuff looks great. The limited edition uh, stuff they had out Anaheim was uh, fantastic looking. So bright colors, fits really well. Many, many people say it's the best stuff they've ever worn. Uh, so thanks for uh, supporting us, FXR Racing. Use the code PulpMX30 to save at FXRRacing.com. And uh, super proud of the gains that these guys have made as a company in the last uh, five years or so. Also, race tech suspension and engines. Pulpamex30 is the code. No, not Pulpamex30. Just tell me, listen to Pulpamex. They'll, they'll give you a discount on suspension work, on motor work, whether it's uh, oil, bushings, seals uh, in suspension. Get your right springs set up uh, in there uh, to help you out and enjoy the bike ride a little bit better. Motor work as well. The solitary Yamaha guys are using Race Tech. They've got service centers all across America. Of course, Racetech.com. They've been around the game since the early 80s, and they're continuing to uh, innovate and elevate, man. Great website, really informative. Get your bike working well with Racetech. You won't regret it. So thanks for uh, listening to this. Thanks to Ben LeMay for doing this. We're going to tell you more about Firepower, Roost, Namira, Maxis, Seat Concepts, Zool's Bags later on in the show. But uh, for now, let's uh, catch up with Ben LeMay and uh, find out how the new gig is. All right, with me on the line, uh, a guy that I've done many interviews before including this Privateer Island podcast about his career and what he's doing and everything else. Well, now he's coming on in a slightly different role. It's Ben LeMay. What's up, Ben? How are you, man? Hey, doing good, Steve. Uh, just leaving some work, and uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for doing this. So, yeah, imagine me pulling up at uh, San Diego or maybe Anaheim, whatever it was, and you're the mechanic for Joey Savacci. Uh, take us through how that came together. Tell us uh, how that worked out. Yeah, it was a last-minute deal. Um, so Dave Analak, the manager of the team, the Rick Rare uh, racing team, uh, I rode for him in Arena Cross for a couple of years. Um, so we're good friends and everything. And um, he needed a mechanic for Supercross kind of last minute. And I wasn't doing a whole lot in the wintertime um, in Colorado. I, my work schedule kind of slows down. So um, it opened up a door for me to jump in and, uh, be a mechanic for once at, at, a, at the elite level. So that was pretty sweet. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Um, I didn't know, like, obviously you've been a privateer for a long time, but is that something that you were thinking of doing? Did you tell Dave, like, hey, if you ever have an opening, did you want to become that, or, or did it come out of the blue? No, I mean, I never, like, desired to be a mechanic. Um, I mean, I uh, my dad taught me how – to do everything when I was 10 years old, you know, like just growing up, always being in the garage with my dad. Um, so I've always been around wrenches and, and learning how to, to work on motors or, or chassis or whatever. Um, so I've always been pretty handy with wrenches, but I've never desired to be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if you have a shot, I want to jump in as a mechanic on your team. Um, but like I said, I wrote for him. Um, and he knew that I was pretty savvy with uh, the bike and, and like, you know, how to work on stuff and what the bike needs and this and that. Um, and so he knew that I was good enough to, to mm-hmm. fill in the job. 
Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's super interesting to see a rider of your caliber step into being a wrench. It just doesn't happen that much, right? Um, yeah. You know, and, and so how you, – you, did you know Joey at all before? Um, I think I might have maybe spoke a word or two to him. Maybe. I can't remember when, but not, not really. Um, it's kind of just going in cold turkey. And how's it been going? Uh, I mean, super well. Joey's a super cool dude. Um, I think we get along pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not awkward at all. It's just literally me and Joey at the races every Saturday. Yeah. Um, so it's just me and him together, and we get a bullshit and uh, kind of talk rider to rider. And, um, you know, I can relate to him on, on stuff on the track or stuff that I see that he, he can improve, uh, you know, on, on the bike, on the track. Um, so it, I think it's fun for me, and, and hopefully I can, uh, you know, help him out in, in any way that I can. You raced for a long time, still race here and there. Did you have some mechanics that you leaned on for, like that you thought about, well, I really like this guy, and he did this, and so I know how to do this, or you know, or I didn't like what this guy did. Like, who were, Was there any mechanics that you had on your different teams or different deals that you, uh, you could think about? Um, I, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like I had some, you know, good fill-in rides with, you know, like Moto Concepts and uh, at JGR and the, and, mm-hmm. and the Rocky Mountain KGM team and all that. So that I had some really good mechanics. Not, and I don't really remember like who did what good and what not good. But um, definitely, there's there's certain mechanics that gel good with certain riders, you know, and like. Um, it's just kind of every rider's preference, what they want on the pit board. Are they a relaxed type of rider? Are they a serious type of rider where there's like, you know, it's just kind of, you know, I would say like, you know, a guy like Plessinger, he's very laid back and mm-hmm. just kind of like has a good time where a guy like maybe Eli or something is more serious and like focused. So the, the, the mechanic for those specific riders needs to also be on that same level the same mindset to kind of have a good weekend or a good, uh, you know, enjoyable day on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're, you're right about that. Um, so what can you, can you, um, obviously on a race day, you're building the bike, you're prepping it, that kind of stuff. You're making adjustments during the day, but you yourself, like, can you split motors and, and rebuild them? What, what, what's your, yeah. what's your limit at? Yeah, I can go. I mean, I, I split cases down in the training. I can replace gears, cranks, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can do the whole. Mo- the only thing I've never really got into is suspension, because I've always had, you know, I've always sent my suspension to, to to companies and they rebuild it and say, here's your suspension back. Yeah. Um, but other than suspension, I can do uh, anything on the bike. Oh, that's awesome! You're definitely in the upper one percent, Ben, of riders. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it is kind of crazy uh, talking to other riders that are like, oh, I don't know how to do this, or I don't, you know, how do you tighten this up or you know just basic stuff and i'm like you don't know how to do that you know that's kind of like yeah. the one-on-one of riding dirt bikes is you need to understand you know how the bike works and what doesn't work and all that and yeah. kind of go from there but um yeah i, I get what you mean for sure it's uh, there's not many out there that can do it all no so joey had another guy and i don't know what happened but it didn't work out and you got called in by dave to do this I think Joey himself it was a little nervous because he knows you as Ben LeMay, the guy he raced against, right? But he doesn't know anything about your mechanicing skills. I think yeah. it's going okay. But it does, it does uh, make it harder for you to jump into a 
job where you know you, you don't have any bonding time you don't have anything during the week you don't you don't have any sort of like phone calls you just you're there and you're building the bike and he's got to trust you and vice versa like yeah it's not an easy situation no it definitely isn't um and i was nervous too going into it um you know like like you said i'm just a rider and for another rider to trust me on you know their life and it's like i don't know anything about it what is this guy know besides you know tighten the bolt up or whatever so um yeah definitely there is there was you know i think now he can trust me or i hope he can um you know i know you know what like i said i know what the bike needs and everything like that but definitely going in the first round um yeah, it was a little bit, a little nerve wracking, but we got the job done, and, and uh, it's been good. Yeah, did you did you give him a speech? Did you say, "Hey, I know what I'm doing"? I work. I no, do all not this. really. No, okay, nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I never really sat down with him, or he sat down with me and be like, "Hey, look, I don't, you know, we got to take it slow, or this is what I want." Like, we just kind of went with it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it's all been going good. Just yeah. trying to give him what he wants and be able to get inside the top 10, you know? Yeah, it's been it's been really, really good. Uh, really cool story for sure. I got dropped into a situation like that in 99 with Ferry. His guy, Dave Dye, quit um, to go road racing, but he recommended me, so I dropped in at the third round. Timmy didn't know me at all, and I had to, like, I felt like I had to tell him, like, hey, man, here's what I did. Here's the riders I worked for, and, like, he was like, cool. And that was, I didn't, I didn't know if I, like, if he cared or whatever. Like, I, I had this whole speech lined up, you know, and then he's like, cool. So, all right, yeah. right on, let's go, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, now, it doesn't look like you guys are going to go past Daytona, right, from what I hear. Uh, do, do we have any breaking news on that? Doesn't seem like now, it. Yeah, I think as of now, we're stopping at Daytona. Um, that's awesome. Uh, it's been such a good season, like, and I can kind of relate, again, working for Nick in 02. He was stopped privateer working for Timmy. Like, you're literally on your own. You guys are parked in the back 40, as I've made a few jokes about, and you're running inside the top 10 against these factory guys and beating a lot of them. It's got to feel good. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, for me, like I said, whatever Joey wants, I'm, you know, will, you know, do whatever is in my power to make it happen. You know, like we have changed suspension settings back and forth show is there you know whenever joey needs it Mm -hmm. um and i'm just you know swapping parts left and right trying to get him comfortable uh so that we can get better we want to get inside the top eight every round we want to get close to that top five um you know so i think always trying to improve um but it's it is really cool beating you know for me for me it's not that big a deal but helping joey to be you know on 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 uh i don't know what you want to say like the factory teams have better parts they have they have data they have data they have work suspension they have stuff that is you know you can't buy and that's where when you're looking at tens of seconds on improving your lap time to to which equivalates to uh you know an eighth finish to a sixth finish Mm -hmm. Um, it's really cool to beat those guys on underpowered equipment or whatever you want to say. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, 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 know, you don't have all the tie that they have. You don't have all the carbon they have. Your bike's heavier. Probably electronics aren't as good. You know, like, yeah, there's definite disadvantages you have compared to the guys he's beating and racing against, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I mean, and also little stuff like spotters, you know, like a film guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. hey, look, Joey, this is, look, look where you're taking this line. They're taking that line. 
where I'm down in the mechanics area, I can't see shit because you got the jumps right there. And yeah. I'm like, hey, I think they're taking left side of the whips. You're going right side. Or, hey, they're yeah. just three and in out of the turn. You're only two, whatever. Yeah. So I'm trying to relay as much as I can to help him out where, like, you know, guy at the factory team has their own guys. They can throw in the dart fish and be like, look, take this line, take that line. Um, so we're, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, we don't got that that right now. So to be able to beat the guys that have that, it's it's like, dude, look, you're killing it. Like, sure, you want to get better, but look what we got. I mean, you're absolutely yep. killing it. Yeah, I know. I, I you know, I, I I wish negotiations would go a little better, and he can keep going. Uh, he's gonna do, do the World Supercross stuff, obviously, this summer. But yeah, it's a real shame to 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 not be able to keep going. And I don't blame Rick, and I don't blame Joey. I, it just sounds like the two sides can't quite come together you know in an agreement but um you know that that's uh that's too bad for sure uh ben lemay on the fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life thanks to the folks at max's tires mxsts developed by jeremy mcgrath used by a ray mountain bike tires are phenomenal as well light truck tires trailer tires maxis.com for more information on that they should have something new coming out soon also uh thanks to the folks at roost mx pulp nation is the code to save roostmx.net uh 48 hour turnaround they have a whole pulp nation section on their website of course as well and uh whatever it is they can design it for you pitch shirts and everything else christina and chris there at roost um You've dealt with them before, Ben, uh, many times. So they do good work, good people. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. I wrote for I wrote for Christina for many years on the record for Yamaha. You did absolutely. So, um, so you didn't really know Joey at all. He's a quiet guy. He's got a good sense of humor. Um, how's that? How's the personality's been? You're a quiet guy, so like I imagine the 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 mix is pretty good. But how, how is his personality? Yeah, like you said. I mean, um, he is a quiet guy. I'm pretty quiet myself. But, you know, when we get together, I think we have good conversations and, and you know, we can crack jokes at each other or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, like I guess it's nothing is awkward. Nothing is tense. It's it's very relaxed and it's trying to have a good Saturday. You know, we're just enjoying the weekend um, with each other. And, yeah, I mean, he's a super cool dude. I, I enjoy hanging out with him. Are you a positive type of guy? Like, are you coming back to the truck? You know, he had a rough practice uh, in, um, I don't know, where, where Tampa, crashing the whoops, couldn't finish it. Um, he had another one here and there. He's had some good, like, what are you, are you trying to look for the positive as a mechanic? Are you coming in being like, hey, we got to do better here and here? Like, what, what, what's your mentality and what did you like as a racer? Yeah, um, I definitely am trying to be as positive as, as possible, not bringing him down any more than he already is on himself because I know when I um i need other people to shine the light on what was positive mm-hmm. throughout the, the practice session or whatever so yeah like last weekend in oakland um he crashed in the loops three times in practice one in one set or twice in one set and once one in the other set and he's just like scratching his head like i don't know what to do i keep mm-hmm. eating shit and like it's just going downhill practice isn't going good i mean it was the worst qualifying of the year um and so I'm like trying to, you know, hey, look, you did good here, you did good here. Look at your your segment, you know, looking at segment times, yep. you know, where we're at. Um, and like I said, we we did some some changes and turned it around, and then it was the best finish of the year. So, um, in in the in the main event. Um, so I try to be as positive as I can. Um, being negative isn't going to get you anywhere, mm-hmm. but I know you definitely need to shine light on where you failed so like why did i crash why did i crash what what happened was it the bike was it me was it a line um you know definitely attack where 
you failed, but then also how do we fix that and how can we improve for the next year? Funny how that works, right? Like, yeah, worst qualifying and crashes and then best main event of the year. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, it gets pretty hectic down there in the mechanics area. Maybe, maybe you got some new respect for guys like us that uh, uh, get roosted on and you get bikes flying by you and you get muddy and you got to hold the pit board and you got to hold jackets for riders and you got to use the boots to, 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 to carve a good uh, dirt uh, pad for yeah. or, all of that stuff. So, yeah, you know. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, we got a full back. I mean, we got starting blocks and brushes and jackets and tools and yeah, boards. And, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like maybe you should have new respect for us, LeMay. <laughs> yeah, abs- no, absolutely. I was down there and I had like, I think I had three Sharpie markers, or not Sharpies, but, you know, pit bar markers yeah. in my bag. And I go first lap of the key racer main. I'm like, fuck, this one's dry. Next one, that one's dry. I'm like, you kidding me? <laughs> and I was like, hey, I was like, you know, that's the guy next to me. Hey, you got an extra Sharpie markers. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but um, there's a lot, definitely a lot going on. You got to have um, all your ducks in a row, like, yeah. you know, going up to the gate, you know, get your blocks in, get lined up, clean the gate out, know how to, you know, what your guy likes set your starting device and most of the time you can't set your starting device by yourself so you gotta have someone else help you pull it down yeah it's so bad yeah yeah and um yeah there's a lot to do down there for sure oh yeah no absolutely so when i was uh i had nobody giving me times so i would tell the rider hey my lap time is going to be you know because i would pick a jump that is not right away right by the mechanics area so that i have enough time to time and then i would be like here's the here's my lap of what i'm giving you um, you know, it's something like a top of a triple, something I can see from the mechanics area and I can easily time and then get the, get the board down. How, how are you doing it for timing? How's that going? Yeah, that, that has actually been really a struggle for me because like I'm trying to get, well, if I just go off the finish line, it's just terrible because it's normally right before the mechanics yeah, area. I can't yeah, get him his lap time and time by yeah. the time he comes around, I'm like, son of a gun. Um, so then I have to use my phone, but then I'm trying to hold the pit board and the marker and my phone. It's like, it's a whole kind of a fiasco but um but yeah you have to pick a different jump besides the finish line to get a time mm-hmm. if you're wanting to give them lap times for sure 100 percent. and um, then you have to tell him which jump it is too so that he kind of knows you know where it's coming yeah, from yeah exactly um but like in the main like you know as a rider i kind of know you know towards the end of the main event what you know what he wants to see whether it is times if he wants to just try to beat race himself or mm-hmm. if he's he's struggling mentally on folk on, on on staying focused for 20 minutes um or if he's getting tired if i can sense you know i can kind of sense as a rider like hey he's starting to get fatigued he's starting to get kind of lazy on this or he's yeah. going high on the jumps or whatever so i try to kind of you know put myself into his shoes and like sure. what what i want to see to help me stay alert and sharp to finish out the moto. So, um, and, and yeah, it, it, and they're not looking at boards a whole lot either. <laughs> so I don't no, know how much you were, but yeah, hundred percent. No, like, like when you, when you start the main, I mean, I know he ain't going to look at me for the first three laps yeah. for sure. Cause it's chaos. You can't even, you're looking at the guy in front of you not to hit the guy Yep. and then, or what line to go around him. You're not worried about the pit board. So, the first couple apps, I'm not even too worried about giving him anything. Um, I just kind of let him do his thing. Yeah. Um, and then once we start getting into it, then it's like, all right, yeah, we'll get in, get going. But um, there are definite times where I'm like, even for myself, like I might look at the if it's a 20 minute or a 20 lap main, I might look at it, you know, 15 times or 10 times. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not every lap that you look at it. 
I can imagine like you were a really good racer, uh, a lot of main events for you and uh, everything going on. Um, does this, is this get, does this, does this get you going? Does this get you excited? Do, do you get into it? Like, I don't know. Cause you've raced so much, right? You've had a, you had a nice career on the bike. That's still kind of going. So, but the, does this, does this get you into it or is it like, uh, yeah, whatever? I guess a little bit of both. I mean, I'm not, there's times like, I mean, I think I could still make mains right now. Um, if I was out there, um, but it doesn't really excite me to try and do it again. Um, I think it is fun to doing supercross and like I raced some little, you know, local stuff last year here in mm -hmm. Colorado and um did some kicker arena crosses and stuff like that and you know, got on the podium and stuff. But um being back as a mechanic and just being around everybody isn't really lighting a fire under me to like, hey, let's, you know, re redo this and come back out. Now I wouldn't say I'm at that point, but I do enjoy riding my dirt bike um locally and and at fun races or money races or anything like mm -hmm. that that i can make a, make a check you know yeah um but i think the the serious level of racing is kind of in my past do you get uh excited when he does well like i used to get goosebumps like i when my rider did well i would get goosebumps like i was really cool if he won a heat or you know podiumed or whatever a main event or even outdoors or whatever like, I got into it. But, again, you've done this on the bike, um, maybe not podium and all that kind of stuff, but you've done good stuff. D d do you get excited like that? Are you like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It, it is. It's it's rewarding. Um, you know, even if, you know, uh, it's a heat race or a main event, it's still, like, sick. Like, that was a fifth-place heat or, hey, that yeah, was yeah, eighth-place yeah. main or whatever. Like, that is very rewarding for myself, knowing that um, what we just worked on all day on the bike was a positive mm -hmm. or we overcame some adversity and, and turned it around. So that's really nice. Or, um, the flip side of that is like a Tampa crashed, And I, and I think I was like watching him or no, no, it was the heat race. He crashed in the heat race. Um, that was when he had to do the LCQ. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, cause I was watching him watching him, all of a sudden he's gone. I'm like, I said that, I said the F word like out loud. I was like, fuck, you know, like really yeah, loud. Yeah. Cause I was pissed. I was like, God dang it. I know we're going to LCQ now. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I was like, I got mad almost like I was, you know, I was on the bike, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I definitely take it to heart yeah. whether he does good or bad. Look at you getting right into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would imagine like, uh, I don't know if, you know, how much he knows about your career and the things you did or if he cares or not. But again, you were a very high level racer. I think that you could really help him with lines and, and that kind of stuff. And does he, does he, is he buying into what you're helping or trying to help? Like, um, cause I, I feel like you, you can do that. Yeah. I don't know if he, if he does or not, or if he respects me or not, but I mean, I just try to do my best and give him my point of view. Mm -hmm. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think he does listen a little bit. Like I can, you know, just simple stuff like, yep. you know, you need to stay lower here or you need to change this line up or, you know, yep. don't go so high in the, in the corner or you're clipping all the landings. You need to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yep. Or even just gate, gate selection, you know, like, Hey, I, I think an inside would be better here than an outside or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think he, I would hope he listens a little bit, whether yeah. he does or not. I just try to do my best and, and sure. give him my, my effort. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, I want to thank the folks at Firepower Parts. 
uh, batteries, chains. They got oil now made by a leading OEM manufacturer. Firepower Parts. Uh, look at Marty and Dino and Ansi over there at the Firepower Parts Honda. They have a lot of stuff going on at Firepower Parts. Ask it for your local dealer or motorsport.com. And again, a lot of teams using Firepower batteries, chains, and such. Uh, privateer Heroes uh, really uh, enjoy this stuff from Firepower. So thanks to Firepower for coming on this podcast with Ben LeMay as well. Does this, uh, oh, first of all, Ben, does it, is the amount of work a little surprise to you, or did you have an idea that this would be what it was? No, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not, like, being a rider is way more risk, but being a mechanic is way more work. Yeah. Um, so I knew it was going to be a lot of work on Friday, um, or Thursday, Friday, or, or maybe a late Saturday night prepping the bike or a Sunday or whatever. Um, Saturday should be the easy day. Um, if you're not chasing your tail, trying to mm-hmm. find, you know, where, where you're comfortable. Um, Saturday should be the day that it's like, all right, we're just tightening bolts and filling the gas up, you know, like that's about it. Um, but yeah, it, it is Friday is nonstop for me. Like I'm wide open Friday, um, a late night Saturday cleaning and prepping, uh, for the following weekend. Um, so definitely the mechanics, um, and, and it even gets harder when you're like at the elite, elite factory, you know, one, yeah. two, three level. Um, so yeah, the mechanics don't get enough praise for how much they work and sacrifice for the rider. Are you uh, sending the motors back to PC for service? You guys rotating them? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I did the top end in them actually. Oh, nice. Okay. Check you yeah. out. Uh, yeah. and, and speaking of PC, I think they, they came through with some clamps for you guys. So that's good. Like, like, I, I, t- I told Joey at the beginning of the year, I'm like, if you start crushing it, these guys are going to come back around. This is what they do. You know, I, I said, yeah, I, I said, Cowie's going to come around. I don't think they have yet, but I'm like, this is what these guys do. They want to see you that you've put the work in and you put the effort in, you know? Yeah. They, it seems about every weekend we're getting one more part. Each weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so we, yeah, there was like, okay, we'll give you this. Okay. We'll give you this. Okay. And so, yep. um, or Joey's requested it and I was like, Hey, can we get this? You know, but the hard part is, it's not just one part. If you if you get something, you almost need two because you can't have him practicing on something that he's not racing on. So, yeah, yeah. so if you get something, you have to get two of it. You know, we have to take it home and we got to practice on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, definitely PC is is helping Joey out a lot and uh, getting getting the bike better. So you're flying in Thursday. You're building the bike Friday. Uh, and yep. then after the Saturday race, you're stripping it, washing it, and uh, ripping things apart to get ready for the rebuild uh, when you fly back in. Is that kind of your schedule? Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I usually i am up late Saturday uh, washing it, cleaning it, scrubbing everything. And I do a little bit of uh, work Saturday night, um, but leave most of the work for the following Friday. Um, grease all the linkages and headsets and, and get everything you know top-notch. Um, all new plastics and check over the, make sure everything's looking good. Um, you know, the hard part is like at this point, you just getting into the bottom end, you know, cause like the, the transmission goes through so much wear and tear with the whoops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the crank too, but, um, that's where it kind of gets scary. Sometimes when you go a full season or whatever on the same engine or same bottom end, um, it's like, man, we really need to change out some gears or second gear or whatever that you're in a lot or third gear in the whoops. Um, so that, that's kind of a question for me, but we're stopping at Daytona, so I'm not worried yeah. about that. Yeah. Do you want to continue on with world supercross with them? Is that something you thought of, or has anybody talked to you about that? 
Yeah, so I'm I'm going to World Supercross with him. Oh, okay. All right. You should actually. They might need you to race. <laughs> like, they might. Like, the way they because like, they have to replace riders who get hurt, right? And um, they have to field four riders, and so bring your gear, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll get it. The the dealership Sun Sun Power Sports here in Colorado. They they uh, supply Cowie, so I might need to get a Cowie and yep. and uh, <laughs> get ready for super for a super. Yeah, crash. how funny would that be? Yeah, the we got a guy hurt today in practice, and his mechanic is stepping in for the night. <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be fantastic. No, that's uh, that's really cool. Uh, it's a really neat story you got going on, and Joey's doing great things. Um, it, it's neat to see. Um, so it's one of the criticisms of him over the years, and I think he's trying to be better, and I think he's trying to you know, be um, more positive, was he's a negative guy. Uh, he, he sees the uh, downside of everything or, or a lot of things, and this has kind of dragged him along for different teams and sponsors over the years. But is, do you see that in him, or is he, is he, is he quick to uh, kind of put his head down, or how is, it, how is he that way? Um... I don't see any negative talk or negative mindset. I mean, um, if if the, if you what you would want to say is negative, it's just that I want to change something on the bike. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, that's not negative. No. Yeah. Pretty pretty accepted as as a rider. I'd be like, you know, I don't like the way this feels. So I want it different. You know, that's not a negative. I just wanted something different. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't see him negative in, in any way. Um, Good. Yeah. I think he's, he's pretty pretty average. Pretty you know pretty. Uh, yeah, pretty average mindset. Right, right. Do you do you think this could lead you to like? And I'll get in. I want to talk to you about what you're doing now and working for Thunder Valley and David and all that. But do you think that this could lead you down this road, like where you're working for a factory team? Um, I doubt it. Okay, I don't think okay. So. I, I doubt it. <laughs> and I don't even know if I would want to go down that route anyway. Um, but I'm enjoying where I'm at now and helping yeah. the team out where I can. And yeah, yeah. Just taking with what comes okay yeah so no no like new career mo- move here with this no you know, no they're saying yeah no this is not a new career no. <laughs> um so yeah we when we last see you 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 raced colorado um you didn't ra- you got sick last year didn't you did you race yeah, I got, yeah COVID, you got I got covid friday friday before the national yeah but but you're working with thunder valley uh you know uh, grooming the track uh working on it fixing things running it basically uh, David Claybaugh, the owner there, a buddy of yours. Um, how's that going? Yeah, it's going good. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're open um, uh, Wednesday through Sunday for just normal practicing. So um, when I can and when the when the weather cooperates, we're open, and I'm there to prep the track and keep it uh, maintained as well as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's going good. And um, aside from the track, there's – gazillion things to do with fence work or just facility work yeah. or the whatever needs fixed um and then especially now you know these next this you know the spring is is a very very busy time getting ready for the national in june um so yeah that's going good good uh being with david and he's an awesome guy just uh uh, taking me under his wing and and uh, let me you know help out with the track as much as I can. Yeah, I don't know him that well. He's but I've I've talked to him plenty of times. Seems like a great guy, right? Seems like a really nice guy. He is. He's super nice. He's uh yeah. He's helped me out many many ways, and mm-hmm. um he he's an awesome guy. He was uh, at one point he was I think he was helping you get to some races, right? As uh, some nationals, I think he was chipping in or something or putting your bike yeah, in the truck so- or something. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So the last year I did uh, the outdoors, in, which was 
21, I think. Yeah, 21. Um, we, so John Ayers, uh, he shipped my bike or, or put my, my bike in a crate, uh, in their semi and took it to every round. Yeah. Um, and, and David was part of that. He helped fund some of it. Um, and he arranged building the box, uh, to, to transport my bike and all that. So, yeah. uh, yeah, D- David definitely, uh, was helping me out with, uh, funds and stuff like that to that, do outdoors. That's really, really cool for sure. Uh, also I want to tell you guys about seat concepts. Uh, seat concepts seats are proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts. They offer a wide variety of seat options from replacement covers to c- complete seats, as well as various height and width profiles. Each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation that is designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening to the rider. The best part of SeatConcepts.com is Pulpamex 23 is the code to save, uh, whether uh, it's a road bike or a motocross bike. Uh, Pulpamex 23 is code to save at SeatConcepts.com. Thank you to those guys. And for over 20 years, Namir has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. Whether you're restoring your 80s race bike or rebuilding your motor for A1, Namira has what you need. Full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Follow them at Namira.com uh, as well as Navira Invictus Speed Crew, Jerron Cross, uh, running Namira graphics and support using their support. So thank you to Namira, Seat Concepts, uh, Zool's Bags, Roost MX, Firepower, Maxis, FXR, Fly Racing. Um, what is the local scene like, Ben, in Colorado? Like, how how is the uh, how is the track attendance? How is the local moto scene for Thunder Valley? Um, I mean, I think it's incredible. I think Colorado is very big for for dirt bikes. Um, you know, at a local races last year, um, at some of the you know more popular big tracks that that guys like to enjoy riding. I mean, we, in the pro class, we would get oh twenty to thirty riders um, on a gate. And wow, then, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and and then you know at some of the lesser popular tracks, I would say we'd get maybe five or so. So, um, you know, but but overall, I mean, we have a uh, it's called the RMRA, um, and then there's a four round Supercross series, um, and then I want to say thirteen round outdoor series, um, so, or something like that, somewhere in that in that number, but. Um, super good. I mean, it goes from pretty much April 1st all the way to October. Um, and it's, it's good. Yeah. Turnouts. I mean, there's six to 800 riders, um, at, at the big events. So you're not just, uh, you're racing the local series everywhere they goes. Like basically last year I did. Um, I, I did every round last year. I did so many gate drops. It's unbelievable, (laughs) but, um, but it was a good time. Um, meeting new people and riding new tracks and, and, and supporting my dealership, um, that I get my bikes from here in Colorado. And, um, so yeah, I raced all over Colorado last year. Um, I'm not going to do as much this year. I think I'll do, you know, a handful of them. Um, but I'm going to back it down a little bit on the, on the racing. Is it, uh, still, still profitable for you to do that? Like you're, I imagine you're winning or coming close to it and contingency and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I think I I won pretty much everything out of you know 125 motos. I think I did last year. I think I lost three motos. Oh shit! Um, wow, look at you, but dominant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, it was good. It was good, good, uh, good financial payday for sure. How'd you lose those three motos? What happened? Um, one moto, my my shock bolt fell out. Okay. Um, so that one I DNF. The other one, the other two, I crashed. Okay. All right. So big one or just even if it's just a small crash you can lose the moto like yeah just a small i mean you're just a small crash i mean there's there's 
one, there's probably three super, I mean, pretty fast guys. And, okay. and lo- yeah. local racing is different than pro racing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the tracks don't shape up the same, uh, they're five lap motos. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it's completely different, but, um, for Colorado, I mean, there's, there's some fast pros for sure. Yeah. Have you had anybody, um, since you became a mechanic for Joey, have you had any like AMA officials or other riders like look at you and be like, LeMay, what are you t-? like? Has it been yeah. any of that? Yeah. There's been a couple of people like, wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly, are, are, right. They're like, you come out of retirement, you racing. I was like, no, I'm just wrenching. They're like, you what? Yeah. And so yeah, I've, I've had some, some definite people that come up to me and like, what are you doing here? But, um, it's cool to see everybody again and, yeah. and kind of talk and catch up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't sound like you miss it that much. Like you're stoked you're doing this. It's cool. But doesn't sound like whether it's getting back into racing or whether it's becoming a full-time mechanic, you're, you're happy where you are in your other life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I raced, I turned pro in 08. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I raced 13 seasons or 14 seasons. Um, I did a lot of it, you know, and, and raced in Europe a bunch and did outdoors and indoors. And, yep. um, I mean, in 2018 and 19 was, I made every main event, um, in supercross 19 was my last year. Um, yeah, I rode for Moto Concepts for six six uh, rounds, so that was really cool. And um, no, I had a good good uh, career, I guess you'd say, and and it was fun. But being back doesn't light us, you know, it doesn't light a fire under me or like I want to get back at it again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be straight honest, the industry sucks, and like just for example, Joey, he should be, you know, under a, a legit factory team where there's not that, you know the ride's not there there's just no, no spots available you know what i mean and for privateer guys um privateer guys they don't get the respect or money that they deserve you know what i mean so like um once you once you lose a ride you're like never going to get it back or or if you don't have a name coming into the pro scene it's really hard to jump in and take over someone's ride um so I don't know. I mean, the industry is what it is, and um, who knows if it'll change or not. But um, yeah, you definitely gotta kind of weasel your way into a ride. Yeah, it's um, well, I wouldn't say never get a ride back because Red Dog did it twice, but it's really hard to do it. Uh, yeah. And you know, Joey, Joey getting these top tens, but then stopping, and again, not his fault, not Rick Ware's fault, just no, nope. all of that isn't going to help him because no one's going to remember these races. You know what I mean? Yep. So he's going to get yep. stuck in this little little purgatory of people not remembering his name when it comes time for, for rides, right? So um, there is some of that going on, and I absolutely believe you that believe uh, that he should be a factory rider. Um, he proved it, you know, in his limited times last year and the year before and everything else. So, yeah, it's tough deal, man, and, and, uh, and you've been there, right? You lived it. So uh, it, yeah. it does sound like with the, with the Lakewood stuff – I mean, I guess because it's it's cold still, you still got snow and stuff. But it sounds like you're working like seven days a week, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, right now, yeah, the snow has been kind of like it'll it'll be fifty degrees, but then it'll snow one day, and then it'll kind of wipe out all of riding or work throughout the week. So mm-hmm. right now is a little iffy on work. Um, that's kind of one of the main re- reasons I took this this job was just so it was a consistent paycheck throughout throughout the winter, um, and. Um, but yeah, I mean, so my buddy, I also, I'm training kids with, uh, Ben LeMay training here in Colorado. I have a handful of, handful of riders that are going to Loretta's and, and just trying to be better racer and get faster. So I'm helping them out. 
Um, and then my buddy Tyler Sutherland with Applied Technologies, he does my suspension. Um, we also do motor work and bike, full bike rebuilds and all that. Um, and he lives here in, in uh, Castle Rock, Colorado. So I'm helping him work there too. Um, so yeah, I, I have a lot of side hobbies and side jobs that I'm doing to yeah. stay busy and yeah. trying to trying to keep the hustle real. Zool's bags, Pulp Twenty Three is the code to save. All of their bags uh, are overbuilt and underpriced. Uh, they pride themselves in offering not only quality but practical functionality as well. Uh, let Zool's help pack your passion. Pulp Twenty Three is the code to save. They've got uh, bags for uh, for traveling, for moto stuff, for all of that stuff. Uh, Travis Pastrana involved with uh, Zools for a little while there. Uh, whether you're traveling for work, pleasure, or simply hauling the kids to never-ending sporting events, Zools understands the wear and tear your luggage goes through. Pulp 23, Z-U-L-Z, Zools, bags. Please check it out. Thanks to those guys uh, for the support on this Privateer Island podcast. Have you met Rick Ware yet, Ben? I have not. Actually, and he, I'm really I've talked to him on the phone. Yeah. And he sounds like a super cool dude. Um, yeah, he is. I'm really yeah. looking forward to meeting him. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. Uh is he gonna be at Daytona, I guess? He is gonna be at Daytona and I just talked to Dave and he's gonna be at Dallas this weekend. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. He's a he's an interesting guy. He's got his fingers in a lot of things and uh you know, he's real busy, but um I you know, he used to have a used to have a team with, with Marsac back in the day in our sport. So it's not like he's just new to the sport, you know. Oh really? I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He helped out Marsac and a few other guys over the years. So, um, uh, World Supercross. You uh, are you looking forward to traveling like that? Is that is that? Fun? Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I've been to most of the countries already that they're going to, but well, I've never been to Australia, so that'll be cool. And then if we go to Asia, that'll be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that would be cool, and I think you know everything will be in a crate. You know, you build your bike up, and um, yeah, I think it'll be neat to do that. I went to the Cardiff round, um, and that series just trying to get going. So yeah, that should be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. I guess you don't have to tell us um, the numbers or anything, Lemay. But is this financially good for you? Like, is this a good deal? Are you are you yeah, stoked? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, I it's it makes it worth it, you know, flying out and, and working my butt off for you know, yeah. three days or whatever and flying home. So yeah, it's it's good. What's what's the part of the job that you didn't realize was as hard or you have to spend as much time doing or anything else? Like, what surprises you about the job? Because again, you know how to work on a bike and you know you've been around the races forever. But is there something about being a mechanic for Savachi, Rick Ware, that you're like, oh shit, I didn't I didn't realize I'd be doing that. Or all of that, or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing really. Nothing really stands out. Like, I mean, probably the worst part of the whole day is just setting up and tearing down the tent. That's probably the worst part. Oh yeah. Like, and you guys don't like, even have a real tent, right? Yeah, yeah. But like taking taking everything out of the truck, setting it up. Yeah. Getting the bike, getting the bike ready, and all that. I enjoy it. That's fine. Right. But then it's like at the end of the day when you're tired and like you have tools everywhere and parts here and there and you got to put everything back in its spot. And it's like, it's Ugh. midnight and you want to go to the hotel. That's probably the worst part. You're hungry. You're tired. You're cold. You're wet, whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah all of that. Um, dude, the nationals were the worst. The nationals were the absolute worst. It was the end of the day and this massive tent and all right, let's go. You know? So. Yeah. I'm out on a mechanic for outdoors. No way. <laughs> It was it was sucked for a while there. I'll tell you that it was not fun for me. Uh, many times I was like, like "Fuck my life." So um, interesting. Well, man, uh, yeah. Thanks for doing this. I think I got all my questions down that I had for you. Um, 
really cool story. I, when I saw you there, I was like, what the hell? Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, and Joey's crushing it. You, you must be doing a good job as well, judging by everything. Um, so things are going cool. I wish you guys were were going more races, but it is what it is. Uh, you got you got two more to go. Um, thanks for the time on the uh, Privateer Island pod, Ben. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to do another interview with you. And um, looking forward to the next two rounds, and uh, we'll see you there. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. See you. See you.